Doyle was right. Wager had screwed up, and the anger he felt was at himself. Back at his own desk, he called Baird in the lab. Have you run any tests on that angel drawing yet? Let's see. No, we haven't got to it. I was hoping we'd get an ID to work with before we did any more on that one. We got about eight cases pending with viable suspects. Doyle wants the tests run as soon as you can. Crap. Well, the chief gets what he wants, doesn't he? Baird added. I can tell you one thing about it without any tests, though. What's that? It's a copy. Xerox, maybe. But a plain paper copier was used. I took it out of the evidence bag and looked at it in the light. You can see the difference in the embossing. A Xerox? It looked real to me. It is real, but it's not an original. It just looks like an original. Hell, some of these new copiers can photograph a dollar bill close enough to fool a change machine. My son told me some of the kids in his junior high are working that little scam. A copy? There could be tens of copies. Hundreds. I don't think the paper's going to tell us much, said Baird. We've already dusted it for prints, of course, but there weren't any. I'd have let you know if there were. Do what you can. I always do. His next call was through the Watts line to Pueblo, one of the string of growing cities that ran down the east face of the Rockies from Wyoming to New Mexico. All Wager could remember of the town was that the wall of towering steel blast furnaces and the mountains of coal piles that lined I-25 as it arced past the small and usually hot and dusty city. After two or three voices, he finally reached Detective Orvis. This is Detective Wager, Denver Police, Homicide. I'm calling about that inquiry you sent out, the angel with the sword. Right. Do you have anything for us? A similar killing and a similar drawing. The line clicked somewhere in the muffled distance. A white male, one shot in the heart, possible robbery motive, and no identification yet. Has anyone else called you? Wager understood why Orvis said first. The idea of multiple murders had crossed his mind, too, when he talked to Baird. Is your drawing a Xerox copy? Yeah, that's why I sent out an inquiry. How about yours? It's a copy, too. He gave Orvis the date and circumstances of his John Doe killing. Let me know if you get an ID on yours or anything else. I'll give you my office and home number. Fine. You're the case officer up there? Wager noted the stress on up there. Orvis was telling him that it was his case, too. That the Denver PD might be the state's biggest department, but it had no jurisdiction in Pueblo. Right. Me and Detective Axton. He spelled Max's name. We'll keep you informed of what we come up with. After he hung up, Wager finished the list of Allison's known associates and phoned them to Records and the Crime Information Center for any addresses they might have. Then he and Axton would start down the list and shake trees until some clue fell out. But the real thing on his mind was that angel and sword. One here, one in Pueblo.
maybe one or more in other states too.